Hi, this is Elizabeth Montgomery. Welcome to Bewitched, next on ABC. Tonight's show was created in the true spirit of Christmas. The story was written by the 10th grade English class at Thomas Jefferson High School in Los Angeles. My friends at Oscar Mayer and Company and I feel it is a very special Bewitched, conceived in the image of innocence and filled with truth. Katie. You're listening to Nostalgia Podcast, where me, a husband, tells you, a wife, what to do and what not to do. Oh yeah, try it. See what happens. <laughs> you don't fight. We just covered the entire dynamic of this show. Perfect. Oh, good. Have you ever seen... Bewitched? I know what Bewitched is. Go on. It is about a witch and her husband, and she's a witch, and he's not a witch. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen, like, a single episode. How about uh, the 2005 movie with... Oh, what's-his-name was in it? Will Ferrell is, yeah, is, is the man. Um, and it's what's-her-name. We're terrible. This is the worst podcast Oh, it's Nicole ever. Kidman. Nicole Kidman and Will Ferrell. Yeah. I didn't know until... It, it was, like, hugely panned. I knew that. It, mm. like, did very poorly. Okay. I didn't know until doing the research for this episode that... It's like meta. The premise of the movie is that Nicole Kidman's character is an actress who's been cast in the Bewitched movie against Will Ferrell's character, but she's also really a witch. Like, apparently it's got some whole other weird... It actually sounds almost intriguing, but... I'm not intrigued. Not enough to watch. 2005's a little late for our nostalgic uh, stuff. Yeah. We've pushed past that very briefly, maybe with Conan O'Brien, but I try not to go that far. Today we're going to be watching something from 1964, so we're... No argument here that this is old enough to be considered nostalgic, right? Some would say too old. Some might say that. If they didn't watch Nick at Night in 1998. In this scene from Bewitched, Samantha wreaks magical vengeance on a Snoopy private detective, causing his chandelier to come crashing down on his coffee table. But let's look at this scene again using Nick at Night's classic TV rewind. On second viewing, it appears that the coffee table anticipates its destruction, splitting in half just before the chandelier makes contact. Is the coffee table psychic, or does it just have bad comic timing? Classic TV Rewinds, a second look at shows that are always worth a second look on Nick at Night. All right, so that's a little bit of their style of yeah. promoting Bewitched on Nick at Night. Circa We've got some, like, good xylophone jams where it's like, boom, 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 boom. So Bewitched, Kate, was created by Soul Sachs. His is first name is S-O-L. Maybe I don't Saul. Know. I think it and might be Saul. his last name is S-A-S-A-K-S. I was going to say X. I don't know why. It originally ran on ABC from September 17th, 1964 to March 25th, 1972. It ran for eight seasons, 254 episodes. That's a lot. The first two seasons, this is a trend you'll see in a few of the shows we're going to watch for Nick at Night. The first two seasons were filmed in black and white, and then the rest of the show was filmed in color. This happened a lot back then, because this is like during the transition, and it was cheaper to film in black and white, and most people still have black and white TV, so it was a whole thing. You kind of had to prove yourself as a successful show to get the increased budget to switch to color filming. Of course, weirdly, they later colorized those black and white episodes, which I find very off-putting. It was hard to find. One of the episodes we're going to watch today is in black and white, and I got it all set up, and then I started it, and it was colorized, and I was very annoyed, so I had to go find it in black and white. Mm. Premise, like you said, is about a man. His name is Darren. Uh, this is a little weird. He's been played by two different actors on this show. 
So he starts being played by an actor named Dick York in the first five seasons. Then he gets chronic back problems. And, like, some of the episodes, they have to, like, write him out because he, like, can't do it. Or they have to, like, write storylines where he's, like, sitting the whole time or in bed. So he started having these chronic back issues. uh, And he gave the creators his blessing. He's like, just, like, just replace me. Like, I have to bow out. And I feel like back pain in the 60s was, like, a world ender. Like, chronic pain is really, like, misunderstood to this day, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, any kind of chronic pain. But I feel like in the 60s, it's just like, well, you may as well die. Right. Yeah, it seemed bad. He hurt himself making a movie, like, mm. years before this, and then it all flared up. So they replaced him with an actor named Dick Sargent for the final three seasons. His name was also Dick. His name was also Dick, yep. Okay, so. is it because, so they didn't want to have to change too much of the title card? Like, <laughs> Maybe. He just, like, whited out in York. He looks completely different. I mean, he's another <laughs> white man, but he just looks like a totally different guy. Uh, which is kind of funny. And so this character, Darren, uh, is a human male, mortal man. He falls in love with a woman named Samantha, played by Elizabeth Montgomery the whole time. But it turns out she's a witch. They get married. And his desire is kind of like, I want to live a normal life. I don't want you really to be doing witchy stuff. Pause. And she... I, I need you to pause Yeah. Uh-huh. If I was a witch uh-huh. and I could do super cool stuff <laughs> and you were like, no, I want to live a normal, non-witchy life where like things aren't magically automated, where the dishes don't do themselves. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, go wash the dishes by hand. Yeah. He just wants um, to keep her down. Well, yeah. I, I'm upset. That... So if you did that, y- I would leave you. I would your, leave you for a warlock. Your outrage, uh, you'd be right to do so. Your outrage is misplaced. This show, that's the point. This show is, the current term, I guess, is woke. But back then, what was the term for a show that was like part of the civil rights movement? It was part of the women's rights movement. Okay. I think you're, I'm you're hoping. You're trying to sell me on this. I, I haven't, don't know. I haven't truly rewatched it, but everything I've read about it in this research is basically pointing out that it's a allegory for interracial marriage. It's trying to hit on this moment where now, like post-World War II, women are in the workforce and men don't know what to do with the fact that... I wrote it in the notes here. Basically, the dynamic is that this man, his wife is more powerful than him, literally, can mm-hmm. do things he cannot and will never be able to do. And he do, he's uncomfortable with that. He doesn't know what to do about it. So he's like, wants her to keep it a secret. You know what I mean? But that's the point. This show is... Elizabeth Montgomery was like fully involved in storylines with her in the lead role and behind the scenes like it's a show about women's empowerment i think we got a darren apologist over here folks. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna see right in well the other weird tweet. thing is tweet about it i hope it is i hope this is true but my memory is like their marriage is also it's very sweet mm. like it's not what it sounds like i i think you're gonna be pleasant all right uh nick at night started showing this show all the way back in 1989 uh pretty early because nick at night had only been around for a few years at that point they only had the black and white episodes though when they started it because the, it was cheaper to just get those because basically in syndication nobody wanted to air black and white shows they thought that people would just change the channel you know by the Got 80s it. and 90s okay so nick at night was able to get the syndication rights to the black and white seasons pretty cheap uh, but in 1998 you know almost 10 years later they finally it, they were so successful at that point they ponied up the money and got the color ones too um, okay. and added them and because it's Nick at Night and this is what I love so much about it and I remember this vividly watching this part that we're about mm-hmm. to look at they did this thing because the black and white ones are all Dick York it's the original actor uh-huh. then he does a couple of the color seasons and then Dick Sargent so when they got these new episodes they did an event in 1998 called Dueling Darrens where they would in the promos they'd be like we're gonna show one Dick York episode and one Dick Sargent episode they 
were really pulling the curtain back. And as a kid, I really liked this. And I this part I can't confirm, but I think they had a toll-free number you could call in and vote which Darren you liked better. I've never seen at that point, in 1998 is when they did the dueling Darren thing. I was, what, seven? I had never seen a TV channel talk about how shows were made, let you call in and give feedback. I just was so intrigued by this whole thing. You ready? Let's look at the dueling Darren promo. Okay. Dick York. 6-1, 170 episodes. The first Darren. The man who created... Sam! Record versus Endora. O and 153. Dick Sargent, 511, 84 episodes. The last Darren, the man who perfected Sam. Record versus Endora, O and 68. Tonight, it's no holds barred for the glory of Morning Glory Circle as they go head to head on Nick at Night's Dueling Darren's. Oh, so at the end of this episode, I've chosen, of course, I've given you one Dick York uh -huh. episode and one Dick Sargent episode, and you will be able to vote. Which Darren you prefer? My memory is unreliable, though, because I could have sworn Dick York was only in black and white, but mm. he made it into the color ones. He was just laying down. <laughs> he looks like he has back problems. Oh. He looks stiff. He looks shady. I like the other one. I like the first you one. You already like Dick York better? Yeah. Interesting. Who is your favorite? I'm not going to tell you. you got to watch the whole episodes. we got to do the dueling Darren. It's so weird. Okay, we're going to watch two episodes. Cool. We are going to go old school black and white, season one, episode 10, Just One Happy Family, which really shows some of the dynamics of like what makes this a very obvious um, metaphor for interracial marriage, like their in-laws and how they feel about the marriage. And then season seven, episode 13, Sisters at Heart. First one's black and white, Dick York. Second one, in color. Dick Sargent. I advise you to listen to me. <laughs> yes, sir, mother. It's your father. He's coming to see you. Father? What did you say, honey? <laughs> Nothing, darling. It's funny. You know, for a moment there, I thought you were talking to the dishes. <laughs> All right, I do like in this show that men are punks already. <laughs> he has a TV repairman who's ripping her off. <laughs> but little does he know. She magicked the TV back together. I can't believe Darren's like, no, I don't want you to be a witch. She just saved him 40 bucks. This intro, made by Hanna-Barbera. Mm. Keep that in your mind. There's some Hanna-Barbera episodes coming up. I feel like this intro gave you feelings. I just really feel like if I was a witch, <laughs> you would have to let me do cool stuff. <laughs> I would demand it. It'd be the opposite of this situation. I'd be like, like Kate, can you magic me? You can't. Uh, you know, can you magically fix the holes in my socks? Yeah. He's married to a witch and still, he still has a job. I'd be like, just make <laughs> magic me some money. The olive oil in the fridge, though. All right. They are kind of cute. It was always fun watching this because there's like special effects in yeah, it. Yeah, that's know? true. Her mother is shrunken in a teacup now. Yeah, he looks like he has a sore back right now in season one. <laughs> she just blows stuff up Yeah, with her mind. So she's basically saying that her father's not going to approve of this marriage and that he will kill Darren. Yeah. She literally used the phrase, my father doesn't approve of mixed marriages. Her parents are hilarious because they clearly haven't seen each other in like 15 years. Yeah. They're like, how are you? God, look at those tiny little glasses. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love, there's just very few things that I really am nostalgic for like i wish i lived in the 60s and i want tiny little drink glasses yeah, look how like tiny little, they are little coop. oh it's perfect do wizards have jobs i'm confused and dora's eyeliner <laughs> and eyelashes are so intense with the cat eye i can barely see her eyes look oh that's the first time we've seen her do her magic trick she kind of wiggles her nose and yeah. mouth and that little sound right, effect so now plays. he's she's trapped him in a phone booth <laughs> why wouldn't he let her just be magic 
All right, so the daddy knew the whole time. He was like, I have his birth certificate right here. You can't lie to your magic daddy. You can't. Go ahead, try to lie to a magic daddy. See what happens. This is when men were men, and your dad could come to visit and just destroy all your stuff. All of your possessions. Your glassware, your ceramics, in a fit of rage, because he doesn't approve of There are a lot of ceramics in this home. (laughs) They're all exploding. It is, I imagine, like, being, like, the the practical effects department had to be a lot of fun for this, right? right. Like, I'm thinking of the props department for I Love Lucy. Like, practical effects Mm -hmm. for this had to have been super fun. Yeah, they're making stuff explode. They're flying books off shelves. Like, half the time, the effect is, like, they stop the camera, you know. And they replace, They they put the new costume on. But a lot, there is a lot more to it, yeah. It's kind of fun looking. Oh, my God, did she just drive here drunk? Yeah, I think Darren might have just drunk drove home from this bar. It was the 60s. If you weren't blowing at least, like, a .02, you weren't allowed to drive. Being Darren has to be horrific. He just got magicked and turned into a newspaper, burnt slightly. What is it like to exist as a newspaper? All right, so the daddy just blasted Darren into the next dimension. He just blew him up. completely blew him up. Blew up his son-in-law. <laughs> went up in a small explosion. Yeah, it was like a mushroom cloud. <laughs> I love it. It's only his clothes and, yeah, and his possessions clothes. that are coming back. <laughs> One at a time. So does that mean he will be nude when he returns? Oh, no, good. He's got his sh- pants and undershirt on. Yeah. He came back, which is basically nude. It's 60s nude. <laughs> I don't know if he's like 100% right yeah. now. Look at his eyes. Yeah, I don't know if all of his brain matter returned. All right, you've seen Darren number one. All right, Darren number one. He does look like he might need to lay down. And you said the polka dots would disappear by this morning. Well, I I have a call into Dr. Bombay. I told him what the problem is. And the problem is? Tabitha doesn't want to change back. You're a bigger witch than she is. Do something. (laughs) There's nothing I can do. Her conscious mind wants to obey me, but Tabitha and Lisa want to be sisters so badly that her subconscious mind won't cooperate. How about getting through to a little old subconscious with a little old-fashioned mortal spanking? Darren. This episode was written by the 10th grade English class at Jefferson High School in Los Angeles. Yes. Oh, they got kids. Oh, yeah, this is season seven. How many many of them are there, too? Two. I didn't realize she was going to tell you that. She spoiled it for you. Yeah, it was written by high schoolers. It's a Christmas episode, too, but... All right, so people are coming over, mm-hmm. and they're like, they're, they they have two children now, and they're like, okay, don't do anything weird, don't fly around. <laughs> this is me telling like our nieces, like, hey, hey, behave, no flying around. <laughs> Who are these people? Oh, I guess they're watching this kid. Yeah, they're watching this other family's daughter. <laughs> it changed the man. Yeah, in the intro, they had to redraw him. Well, I appreciate. I, that I they don't did. really like Dick Sargent. So far, I've decided. I don't trust him. There's a big deal at, going on at the office with Darren and this old man, and somehow the old man is going to come and do surveillance at Darren's home <laughs> because it's the '70s. Like you could do that, you know. Oh, I'm going to give you some money. Better check your home life. Make sure your wife is pert and saucy. Like what? What are we? What are we doing? Their daughter Tabitha just called some racist girl at the park a big dope, and then she said she got me so mad I almost did magic to her. Oh no misunderstandings plus racisma oh my god okay so (laughs) the little girl tabitha accidentally turned her friend white it's it's not great they put her in white face let's fingers crossed that she doesn't do the opposite in a minute and turn herself black all right we we put her back oh no oh wow oh no they did it oh jesus christ she she turned she turned herself black I wasn't expecting Oh, that. no. I wasn't expecting some casual blackface to pop up in this episode. Whoa. 
Okay. Ooh, okay, they're both back to their. Remember standard. how you were like, "Wow, this show's really woke, Kate." I don't like. I don't trust. Um, I don't Dick trust Sergeant. Dick Sargent's New, forehead. New Darren. I don't trust it. I don't like it. Oh, here, good. Neither of them are in in blackface nor whiteface anymore. They just have polka dots on them now. Mm-hmm. If I was a witch, I would not be living this boring suburban life. Yeah, look, she's like making some sort of bake in the oven. Just zap it with your powers. The girls just both look diseased now. They're covered in polka dots. All right, now Darren's talking about spanking kids. Corporal <laughs> punishment. The 70s, when your boss could just drop by unannounced and say, hey, we're going to have the Christmas office party here in your private residence this evening. <laughs> chop, chop, Samantha, get to it. Go ahead, Samantha, make a jello mold out of green beans. Undermined by children. Was he a magic doctor? Yeah. They need a magic doctor. Why would you even brush your hair? Why wouldn't you magic your hair? Oh my god, look at all those evil <laughs> hors d'oeuvres that they have. Evil what? 70s finger foods. A lot of olives. Any jello? Not yet. I'm uh, sure there's I think a jello. There's an aspic over there. <laughs> oh my god, look at Lisa's mom's jumpsuit. <laughs> Wow, I love it. I love when they do the effect and they yeah. don't even get it right. Like, yeah, it's just like they're six feet away yeah, from they, where they started. The, Tabitha magicked away their polka dots. And yeah, it was like one of those ones where they just stop the camera, erase the dots, and then start again. But yeah, they had moved quite a bit. Oh my God. Mr. Broadway, find yourself another agency. We're not interested. You're not interested? You mean you're turning down a million dollar account? Believe me, I'm more surprised than you are. You've got to be kidding me, Tate. Nobody turns down a million-dollar contract. Anyhow, you've got me all wrong. Why? Some of my best friends are Negroes. Ah, there we go. Yeah, the boss is going to stand up to him. All the people in the show did the right thing. I can believe that uh, Elizabeth Montgomery is a witch and that her daughter is a witch and that they (laughs) magic things out of thin air, but I cannot believe that the president of the advertising firm... Said to his biggest client, like, no, because of your racism, we can't, we can't represent you anymore. I, that, I cannot, I cannot suspend my disbelief. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Why the blackface. They keep doing the blackface thing. It's not good. I, I, so, the blackface is really ruining um, it. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. <laughs> Every, everyone's in blackface. Is every person here black now? Everybody's in blackface. There's a lot of blackface. Oh, there's too much blackface. It's really bad. Oh no, okay, so they've made it so that everyone he sees looks black, including himself in the mirror. Oh my good god. So they took the racist client guy and she magicked his brain so he thinks everybody is black. But in order to show us this effect, they have they to have put everyone in blackface. Put Darren, Samantha, the boss, the client. The client, they've put them all in blackface. So the, the client has come back. Mr. Whatever his name is, has come back and was like, I discovered, and you may be shocked to know this, that I am a racist. Oh, yeah, some misunderstanding. This is this episode is so weird. The energy is weird. I know it was written by children. I, I, I don't understand. I'm out of here. Do not invite this man to stay for dinner. Okay, the other couple's like, look, we were fine with him coming over to apologize, yeah, but please, like, we don't want to share a meal with him. God. This is a different time where on TV they were... They were more willing to openly talk. Well, that, yes, but openly talk about some of these issues. Mm. All right, that was too weird. That was pretty out there. All right, the first one was fun. The second one was too weird. It was a very special episode. It was too much. It had some frank conversations about race. Yeah, so look, yeah. (laughs) All their names are in the credits. That's pretty cool. What, What happened was. There was a teacher at that school, and she was, like, mortified. She was really young, like, 23. She was, like, first-year teacher. She was mortified to realize that, like, none of her kids could read and write, you know, these high schoolers. 
and she started using like television because they all watch TV. So she mm-hmm. started bringing in television episodes as examples and they would talk about how they're written and things like that, you know, because that would help engage with the kids. And they, they really liked Bewitched. And she, I guess, wrote to them or something. And then like the kids got to visit the set of Bewitched. And then Elizabeth Montgomery came to the school and was very upset by like the conditions there. So that she set up this program where the kids wrote the episode with the help of the writers. Like the kids came up with the idea and they got to come watch it be filmed. And like, it was a thing. It's an entirely black group of students wrote that episode. Yeah, I just, I, I still... The use of blackface The use of blackface is, is a lot. It's really it's out a there. Lot. It's very weird. It's a lot. Um, it wasn't... I, I keep apologizing uh, for it. Don't apologize And I don't want to be on the wrong face. side nope. of this, but... I'm, I'm isolating this clip. being used... Like, the first time it happened was because the daughter transformed, like, reversed the races of her and, and the friend, right? She made the friend white. She made herself black. And then later we see it again when that guy sees everyone as black. He can't see white anymore. You know, any, all, all, every person on earth appears black to him. You know, it wasn't used, again, it's very jarring. It's very unsettling yeah. to see because of the moment we live in now where, of course, if somebody did that, you'd be like, oh, my God, no. But it's purpose. It was used with purpose. Whether or not it's a good thing that it was used at all. What's interesting is that this episode just so blatantly takes all of the nuance out of Bewitched um, as a parable for race relations. You know, because literally we have a character who thinks Darren is uh, married to his co-worker's wife who is black. And then he's upset about it, like about mixed marriage. So it's interesting. You know, they they strip away the, the layer of witchcraft as a metaphor for minority groups. So what'd you think of Bewitched? All right, the first episode was fun. This one I did not like, and I don't think it was just the blackface. I just didn't like it that much. Yeah, maybe it's... I think uh, it maybe is the addition of kid actors as well. I hate kid actors. The kids had a large role in this episode. Um, Because over the course of the show, they have two kids, and the kids become part of it. I would say the first episode is super duper fun. Mm -hmm. I missed uh, in the second episode any appearance by Andorra, her mom. I know, her family. It was hard to pick episodes, and this seemed like one so interesting to investigate. Her family members play larger roles. Paul Lind plays, I think, her uncle and is very memorable. Having to pick two episodes was tough because mm. there's stuff you didn't see. And you so, might have liked more magical family members. Yeah. yeah it was fun. Your, um, your favorite Darren? My favorite Darren is the first one. Dick York. Yeah, Dick me York. too. As yeah. a kid, I, he's like funny. He seems what, funny. Dick Sargent didn't like have any... Earnest. He had no jokes in this yeah. episode. I know it was a very special yeah. one, but... He seems very funny and yes. earnest. And like this... This dick seems the the new Darren seems like very put upon. Yeah, right. Like yeah, he they're just, very He's different. always just like v- like vaguely flop sweaty. Yeah, and is like I'm working in my very important office. Do not bother me, children. I'm working and I'm listening to my records. Yeah, Daddy's drinking. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, Dick York, all the way. Yeah. Uh, so that's I, it. From the first moment I saw them, absolutely. Yeah, Dick you York, did. You called 100%. it from the commercial. All, all right, right, so that's Bewitched. Next month for our Nick and Night episode, we're gonna do another magical sitcom. Hopefully you enjoy it. That was fun to revisit, though. I kind of like the second one from the conceptual level. Its use of blackface very questionable, but its message was good. Uh, the fact that a bunch of students wrote it is really cool. If I could just wiggle my nose and, like, turn you into stuff, you'd never be safe. I know. I'd be kind of I'd like... turn you into a stapler. I'd turn you into a frog. <laughs> I'd turn you into a tree. I'd turn you into a little flower just to see what flowers are like. You know? Huh. Wonder what it's like to be a stapler. Tune in next week. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app. Leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts. 
Find us on social media. Email us, nostalgia.awl.com. Go to our website, www.nostalgia.org. Send us voicemails with suggestions of what nostalgic stuff you'd like us to watch. And go to our Instagram page, Nostalgia on Instagram, where you can vote for our who the better Darren, Darren is. Yeah. Dueling Darrens. How do you know I'm not a witch? And I'm just doing ordinary stuff just to fool you. Becca, becca. What does that sound? What is it? What is that? What is that made with? Becca, becca. N I C K A T N I T E N I C K A T. Nick at night for me. Better living through television.